It's 9 o'clock on Monday. The Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa is now in session. This is K7BZ Net Control. My name is Virgil. Before I proceed, is there any emergency or priority traffic for the net? Keeps notes. 
informs me when I double with someone, listens for overlooked stations, and is available for other assignments that may come up. More than that, alternate net control stands ready to assume net leadership if I cannot continue. The station volunteered last week to help me tonight. Uh, W7AYU, Mark, are you on frequency? W7AYU, I'm on frequency. All right, Mark, uh, we spoke earlier, so I know you're uh, aware of your assignment tonight. Uh, I'll give you a further direction here in a little bit. All right, everyone, the topic of the net tonight is two-channel liaison. The dictionary definition of liaison is an instance or a means of communication between different groups or units of an organization one that maintains communication. Many times in life, in ham radio, there is a need for a liaison to handle communications between two separate groups. Tonight, we are going to participate in an exercise to practice communications between two separate groups who cannot immediately communicate with each other. In real life, many of you have experienced this while supporting events. A couple of examples that come to mind are the Ragnar Relay each year, where the size of the course causes dead spots in repeater coverage, and stations at the beginning of the route actually use a different repeater than the main net and relay their traffic as needed. Two-channel liaison also played a very important role in last year's Barnburner race, where the mountains were in the middle of the course and blocked direct communications between checkpoints and the net control. This is K7BZ, net control.
We will be manning checkpoints along the way to ensure the safety of all animals. On our preliminary scouting of the course, we discovered that communications between the water and air sections of the course is very difficult. To remedy this, we will be assigning an alternate net control to run a subnet for the water section, while the traffic for the air section and the main net is conducted on these repeaters. Okay, alternate net control. Uh, we're going to have you change frequency to simplex and begin calling for check-ins. The simplex frequency we are going to use tonight is 146.480. All stations, uh, Mark is located in the west to northwest valley, so uh, those stations in the west valley are probably going to have the best chance of being able to check in on simplex. Uh, but we're looking at uh, frequency of 146.480. Simplex. So if you guys are able to uh, check in over there, we're going to send you to that frequency here in a little bit. Okay, Mark, uh, please collect check-ins by call sign and first name and send your liaison back to this frequency as soon as you have assigned that position. All other stations, all other stations, if you are able to hear the alternate net control and check in with him, please do. Otherwise, if you're unable to check in there, return here and check in with me or all other stations. Uh, probably most of you in the East Valley or elsewhere, uh, just stay here and check in on the main net. Uh, Mark, W7AYU, uh, permission to change frequency is granted. All other stations... Uh, if you would like to try to check in on Simplex, please go over to 146.480 and uh, try to check in with Mark and uh, W7AYU and uh, return here when directed. Permission to change frequency granted. K7VZ net control. W7AYU changing frequency. K5DAR and N4TLO 
There was also another station. Uh, it sounded like a female's voice. I didn't catch your call sign. Uh, got lost in the double with Nick. Can you uh, please try again? N7NTA, Charlie 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 N7LQK Donna and participant Kitty Mouse, N7LQK. Alright, we got N7NTM and N7LQK checked in. Alright, uh, let's continue with check ins. Uh, please give me your call sign phonetically and your first name. Kilo, Foxtrot 7, Foxtrot Juliet, Quebec, Gary.
acknowledge WB7ULW. Thanks for checking in, Glenn. Uh, any other stations that'd like to check in? This is the Arizona Emergency Net, Maricopa, K7VC Net Control. Uh, if you'd like to check in, please give me your call sign and first name. Hello, Bravo 7. Hello, Mike Golf. First name is Kermit.
K7VZ. We'll do KF7VZ. Uh, please give me your call sign phonetically. K-7 
Kilo Echo 7, Victor India November, Kevin.
right, uh, we'll, uh, for the time being, we'll assume he got tired of my scenario and he's out there fighting off sharks. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, glad everybody's back. Um, although my scenario was a weird one, uh, many times there is a need for a liaison and radio communications. Uh, let's, let's have a little discussion on, uh, does anybody have any questions that they'd like to start the discussions off with? K5VAR. Yes, sir. Daryl, go ahead. This, this is just a comment, but the submarines are going up and down my neighborhood here and getting the dogs all the bark. So you can, can you get them all parked and quieted down, please? Thank you. K5VAR. Uh, 
I would call that answer that uh, question. I guess you tend to phrase it as a question, but uh, as an answer, that is correct. Uh, if you had communication, if you were had means of communication with some one station on HF and uh, needed to redirect that traffic to other stations on uh, VHF frequencies, uh, by all means, I'm sure you could. Um, maybe go dive into that. Does anybody want to uh, jump in? What would be a, maybe a more specific example of doing that? Yes, Daryl, go ahead. Wouldn't it be very similar to anybody taking a uh, message handling capacity to any other state and having them doing a telephone call to a person uh, for emergency services and such like that? And for emergency as of other, other national requirements, if you want to call somebody to tell them that the there's flooding coming or tornadoes, watch out for tornadoes. You can do phone passes, you can do radio contacts back there to other other stations and have uh, the ability to do the uh, phone, phone hookups to make a direct call to a person. And that's, I think you're defining the same thing with doing that K5DAR. Exactly. Uh, just in the last year, I've read quite a few uh, um, articles where hams uh, over HF were um, where was it with the earthquakes uh, south of the United States? Uh, they were communicating between the United States and the uh, stations in the earthquake zone and then relaying phone calls. Uh, I don't know if it was necessarily, uh, it was more uh, HF to phone instead of uh, HF to VHF or UHF. But uh, in that situation, uh, when all the big hurricanes hit in the uh, Florida area every year, um, seems like almost once or twice a year you read article and also I think recently uh, there's also a, a ham group that's been helping out with this oil spill uh, communications there so uh, I'm sure they're using HF of some sort. Anybody else uh, want to comment? Observations to uh, throw back at the net. 
Well, this was an example of why it's a really good idea to keep a piece, uh, pad of paper and a pencil near your radio, because there was no way that I'd be able to remember this information and bring it up to the other net uh, without writing it down first. Um, so I'm glad I had a piece of paper, because if I didn't, I would have, uh, I think, been a little bit less efficient at getting the message across. KF7CCC. Exactly. Uh, you know, you never know what you're going to get thrown at you. Um, it may have been some more complex information of uh, maybe passing a, a phone number or, or a list of runner numbers. Um, so, yeah, good point. Uh, good information. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, when it comes to a liaison, uh, just a general question, when and why would we need one? Why do we need it? So, uh, can some anybody give some examples?
most likely simplex frequencies will be assigned to certain things. Was that somebody else? Okay, yeah, that would be the job of the liaison if somebody in the Jeep only had a CB and had to get the message across. He would, I assume, find the portable repeater station manned by somebody to give that information to relay it out. Right.
needed to transfer the information over. I wrote down what I thought that the important things were, and then uh, went over to the other frequency and uh, told out from NetNet Control what those things were. Uh, KF7, CCC. Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, we kind of made it easy on you, but, uh, you know, in a normal... <coughs> Sorry, guys, I keep having that issue. Uh, missing my push-to-talk there. Um, okay, yeah, when... Uh, you know, in a longer net, uh, when more information, uh, more in-depth would have been passed, uh, you know, your, your, your liaison isn't going to pass back and forth. Uh, you know, an example would be check-ins. Of, uh, he didn't pass traffic over of check-ins over from here to over there, and he didn't pass, uh, you know, how many check-ins back and forth. Um, you know, waited for questions, or when there was an issue, then it was, it was brought up and uh, relayed back and forth at that point. Uh, so anybody else would like would anybody else like to uh, comment or have questions on uh, basically what information and, and how you pass uh, methods of passing information back and forth? Uh, KF7 CCC, go ahead. Well, I 
started off by monitoring uh, the repeater on my handheld and uh, listening to the subnet on the base station, but pretty quickly I realized that was getting too complicated and I just turned off my handheld and then switched back and forth between the, the 240 and the subnet on the base station. Found that a lot easier. I don't know if that's always going to be true, especially if, uh, if there are going to be things coming from one net to the other net and back the other way as well. KF7CCC.
uh, monitor two stations, it's generally a good idea to uh, just pay attention to what you've uh, got assigned to you and uh, you know, not worry too much about the subnet. Uh, the other uh, observation is that uh, if you are monitoring uh, you know, maybe two radios or, or two frequencies, then uh, make sure you turn down your audio before transmitting so, not, so as to not transmit uh, what's going on on the other radio, W7AYU. Uh, go ahead, please. 
Well, the only thing I can think that he's referring to is, uh, is uh, nuclear EMP, and we're not going to get that with a, an accident in Palo Verde because we're not going to have a, a nuclear explosion out of Palo Verde. We might have a, a radiation leak or a, a, a leak, a release like that. But we're not going to have a, uh, an explosion. And uh, so I don't think that EMP is something we have to worry about. Uh, if we do have an EMP, we're going to have a lot more things to worry about than just uh, um, that kind of a, a, a problem. Exactly, Kevin. Uh, that's kind of, I'm not an expert on that at all, but that was my thought process is uh, if there is uh, an explosion or something like that large enough to interfere with the radios, uh, getting on the radio to help and assist is probably going to be the last thing I'm doing at that point. Uh, all right, uh, guys. Uh, I've gone, gone through most of my list of questions I had here for follow-ups. Uh, does anybody else have any other questions or comments for the net? Uh, four-wheel drive not required. 
Um, but if you'd like to join us, uh, check out our website at 4x4ham.com, 4x4ham.com. And uh, hopefully everybody has a that uh, participates has a great time on field day. I know we have have a really thoroughly enjoy it each year. So, uh, do we have any other stations with announcements? tonight. Uh, I think moved pretty quick. Um, thanks to everybody for checking in. Uh, we meet again next week on these repeaters on Monday evening at 9 o'clock. Uh, the topic for next week. Can somebody help me out? Uh, what's going on next week? KF7 CCC. KF7 CCC. Go ahead. The topic for next week is going to be spring cleaning, KF7CCC. All right, uh, sounds like fun. Although today is the first day of summer, you guys are running a little late on that topic. <laughs> All right, uh, and many thanks to you, KF7CCC. Andrew uh, worked as our liaison. Um, Thanks for volunteering for that tonight, and also I'd like to thank big thanks to W7AYU. Uh, thank you for taking the alternate net control tonight. I really appreciate it, and thanks to everybody else who participated in the uh, net and discussion. I appreciate your guys' help and support. All stations, put your volunteering hats on. We will need an alternate net control station for next Monday night. I'm asking for a volunteer tonight to help next week. So you've seen what's involved. If you'd like to try your hand at alternate net control for next Monday night, please call now.
dash A-R-R-L dot org slash secure. That's S-E-C-U-R-E. www.az-arrl dot org slash secure. Go sign up for practical, hands-on experience in public service events with the Maricopa County Emergency Communications Group at www.mcecg.net, www.mcecg.net. While you're there, please click on the AZ HamServe button on the front page to sign up for the AZ HamServe email group and receive bulletins and notices about the net and other public service topics. Thank you to all net stations for participating this evening. All stations are free to stand down and secure. Thanks to the Arizona Repeater Association for letting us use these repeaters. Thanks also to the general amateur radio community for cooperating with the net. This is Net Control closing the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa and returning the frequencies and auto pass to general amateur use. Good night. K7VAZ <laughs> K7VZ Net Control and I'll be clear. Thank <laughs> you.